well hit. Deep left, back toward that wall, and gone. Josh Donaldson has given Toronto the lead. It's been the Blue Jays' best postseason hitter this year. The bringer of rain in Atlanta. He is coming. Josh Donaldson is coming to Atlanta. What is going on, guys? I'm your host, Justin Rayley. Welcome back into The Closer. I'm sure you heard that intro to start us off. I'm pumped. I'm sure all you Braves fans are as well. And if you're not a Braves fan, well, that's okay. I guess so. You're just going to have to do a little bit of a Braves talk today. But we've got plenty more to talk about. This hot stove is heating up a little bit. The stove was a little cool. Now we've got to stay a little fire burning in there. It's getting warm. It's getting toasty. It's free agency time. It's hot stove season. And it's just getting started. So once again... I'm your host, Justin Rayleigh. I appreciate you guys tuning into The Closer. It's just going to be me tonight. Matt and Will having some technical difficulties over there on their end. We're going to get back with them either later this week or next week for our hot stove in-depth dive, for our Hall of Fame talk, for our 08 Phillies talk. Those are going to be great discussions. That'll be coming soon. Once again... Super glad you guys could join in, tune into the closer. Before we get started, as usual, check out tailgatesportsentertainment.com. Head on over to at Closer Podcast on Twitter. Give it a follow where you can stay up to date on all the latest news regarding the closer. And head on over to Twitter and follow me at Justin Rayleigh underscore 15. That way you can see what I'm up to, not to mention all things the closer. So, Today, a little bit of a shorter episode since it's just me. I was prepared for our big episode with Matt and Will, so we gonna had to, we kind of had to do something a little different. Um, but it's okay. We're gonna skim over some some uh, recent happenings around Major League Baseball with the hot stove, with some trades being made, some signings, some things like that. So uh, let's get going. So let's dive into what I feel is the biggest signing. So far this offseason, let's go to the Braves inking Josh Donaldson to a one-year, $23 million deal. So, first reaction, whoa, that's a lot of money. Um, That's stupid. The guy didn't even play last year. He's a has-been. Why are you guys giving him that much money? I'll tell you why. Because, for one, Anthopoulos, or GM Alex Anthopoulos knows or Donaldson. If he feels he's healthy and can produce, I think he really f- can be a great player for us this year. And if here's the thing, if Donaldson would have played all of last year, we're talking the guy would get a five-year deal minimum worth $180 million or so. Like we had talked about years back, thinking about this monster free agent class we were going to have this year with Bryce Harper, Manny Machado, and Josh Donaldson. He was in that three mix until he got hurt this past year. So there's that. We're getting a bargain here. We're getting a guy who's got something to prove. He goes out and has a great year this year. He could get a bigger deal next year, a bigger deal next year from somebody else. 
he could get that that $100 million deal he was wanting. Now he's got a chance to come to Atlanta, a team that is wanting to win, a team that won the division last year. He's got a chance to come in here, be an impact guy right off the bat, and prove himself. And I think that's great. That is great for the Braves because in reality, we paid $23 million last year to Adrian Gonzalez to sit on his couch at home. So why not invest that money into somebody else? You know? So Donaldson is a stud. We have him now. It's going to be great. I really do. Like, I I don't know if he will hit... I don't think he's going to hit the 50 home runs, the 40 home runs. He might hit 30, 35 home runs, and I'd be super pumped for that. Stick a guy back there. Back up Freddie Freeman. They've got a pitch to Freddie Freeman now. Before this... The Braves lineup really had no serious power. Freddie Freeman's going to hit some balls out of the ballpark. Acuna's going to hit some balls out of the ballpark. But they're not necessarily going to be your 30, 40 home run a year guys. It's going to be Donaldson. Hopefully he can hit us 30 home runs. Hopefully he can get 40 home runs, you know? So let's just let's look at it like that. And I'm excited. I'm pumped. I think it's going to be awesome and... It's going to be great for the Braves. It's going to be a nasty infield in Atlanta, boys. The bringer of rain is going to cause some thunderstorms over at SunTrust Park, and I couldn't be more excited. And you know what? Here's another crazy stat for you fellows out there doubting Donaldson. In the last 165 games, they compared Josh Donaldson and Bryce Harper's stats. Harper hit 246. Donaldson hit 262. Harper slugged 389. Donaldson slugged 375. 41 home runs for Donaldson. 34 home runs for Harper. Weighted runs created plus for Donaldson, 140. Weighted runs created plus for Harper, 131. That right there is kind of selling that uh, Donaldson has some better stats here than our boy Bryce Harper. So if Donaldson can be healthy and play 140 games this year, look out, boys. The Braves are meaning business. They're coming for that NLE's crown again. They're coming for that World Series title. So, on to the next one. Let's dive into the next Braves signing. They bring back Brian McCann to a one-year deal worth $2 million. After letting Kurt Suzuki get back or get away, sign with the Nationals, they need a catcher, and I guess the real Muto deal isn't going to happen because the Marlins are idiots. They're wanting a whole dadgum haul. You know, earlier in the year, they were trying to get Ronald Acuna for JTL Rio Muto. You're high, Derek Jeter. You are high. Ain't an idiot. So, on the side of that, the real Muto deal wasn't going to happen. Looks like they don't want to trade in division. They want an arm and a leg for him. So, you know what? Forget that. We go out, we sign Brian McCann. Granted, this is not the Brian McCann that played for the Braves in, from 2005-2013. This is a an older guy, a veteran, but he's got that presence. He's that leadership that, that they need. If you would look at everything everybody has ever said about Brian McCann, how good he is with the young guys, how good he is to have around the clubhouse. He's a leader and a gamer, and he is a go-get-it dog behind the dish. So... He may not hit 270. He might hit 250, 260. 
but he's going to mentor our young pitchers and he's going to get them right. And I think this is a great signing. It's a bargain. It basically costs them nothing. So you know what? Great move by the Braves there. Two great moves to start it off. GM Alex Anthopoulos has already said he still wants to add a frontline starter, a corner outfitter, and work on the bullpen like a late reliever, a closer type. So those three things are still yet to be done for the Braves. Will we see that within the next few weeks? Who knows? We could see it within the next few days. So looking forward to that. Moves are making in Atlanta. It's exciting. I'm excited. Braves fans should be excited. Now with some breaking news. Well, not really breaking news. It broke earlier today, which is I'm recording this on a Wednesday night, and that the Yankees have traded Ronald Torres to the Cubs for a player to be named later or cash. Torres, who hit 270 in 220 games over the last few years, not a great player, or say that, good player, not a great player, not a game changer. Maybe trying to add some infield depth there over there in uh, Chicago with Addison Russell serving an 80-game suspension to start the year. Or no, 40-game suspension. Sorry about that. To start the year next year. So I guess that's an all right deal. Didn't really cost the Cubs anything. I guess the Yankees weren't weren't having any plans for Torres with uh, Gleyber Torres and um, Andujar over there at third. So there's that deal. Um, let's talk this ridiculous Nolan or Noah Syndergaard crap that's going on right now. Some of the deals that have been like what if, like possible deals on MLB Network have been insane. The Mets are wanting so much for this guy and they're not going to get it. The man can't stay healthy. When he's healthy, he's great, but he's not DeGrom and he's never healthy. So the Padres have reported they won't include Fernando Tatis Jr., uh, shortstop prospect, which they shouldn't because, obviously, I don't think Syndergaard is worth that much. Um, I don't think it would really boost the Padres over the edge that much. But, um, you know, there's been some crazy possible deals thrown out there. One I saw was Manuel Margot, center fielder for the Padres, uh, prospect left-handed pitcher Mackenzie Gore, and a um, what am I missing here? It was uh, those two are the highlights, and I want to say it threw in a uh, Austin Hedges, a catcher. Yeah, Austin Hedges, a catcher prospect for Noah Syndergaard. Idiotic. Hedges going to be a pretty solid catcher, pretty solid hitter. Margot can fly, plays a great center field. And Mackenzie Gore is going to be a stud on the mound when he gets ready to go. Just for Noah Syndergaard, that's the kind of deal you would make if you're like um, the Yankees or the Dodgers and you're on the edge of contention. Then maybe you make that deal. And honestly, I don't even make that deal then. That's just ridiculous, you know. And uh, I just blew my mind. Syndergaard probably is going to get moved, but it's not going to be for the package that the Mets want, and I don't think it'll be in the NL East either. As for some reason, the Mets, Marlins don't want to trade in division, which I guess is understandable, but whatever. So, another thing I saw today. A.J. Pollock is searching for a deal worth eighty million, north of $80 million. Listen here, A.J., you've never played over 150 games in a season. You are always hurt. You've had one good season. Now, granted, it was a good season. There's no doubt. You've had a... You've played really well when you're on the field. 
That's the asterisk right there. When you're on the field, you've got to be on the field to make the money. So that's not happening, brother. You're going to sign for a $20 million, $30 million, maybe in that range. That seems about your range. $80 million is a little crazy. You might could get, no, no, let's not even throw that number out, $50 million either. I think you'll sign for a three-year 20 mil, three-year 30 mil, maybe, maybe 40 mil if you're crazy, but that's about it. You're not getting big money because you're not on the field. So let's put that at that. Let's just throw that out there. You've got to be on the field to make the big bucks. He's not on the field, not making the big bucks. Plain and simple. Next topic. Bryce Harper, still not signed. Probably is not going to sign within the next couple of weeks, I don't think. It's going to be a little while longer. Um, still wanting the big bucks because of his agent. Was it Boris, Scott Boris? Always wanting that mega deal. Golly. He's wanting three or $400 million. It's not happening, Bryce. It's not happening. The Braves obviously are not in the running now, I don't think. Not with the signing of Donaldson, which was $23 million of cap taken away. Um, so they're out. Phillies are still in. White Sox are still in. Those two are the thing, the two that I see most likely him going to. But what we'll transition to is Patrick Corbin visiting the Phillies yesterday and the Nationals today. If the Phillies sign Patrick Corbin, I don't think they sign Bryce Harper. Let's throw that out there right now. I do not think they signed Bryce Harper and Manny Machado. I think they signed one of them. And if I have to pick one of them that they are more likely to sign, I think it's Harper. Of the three, actually, no, let me say between Machado and Harper, I think they signed Harper before Machado. Between Corbin, Machado, and Harper, I think they signed Patrick Corbin. And with that being said, that would throw the Harper deal out the window. Maybe they pull a Machado, which in my honest opinion, I think he's a cancer to a locker room, a cancer to a team. So you know what, Philly? Go ahead. You sign him. And when you tank on the NL East and the Braves take the division again, you'll know why. Because you signed Mr. Johnny No Hustle over there and Manny Machado. A little bit of a rant there. Um, so with that being said, Bryce Harper, probably not signing within the next week. Maybe next episode he signs. Highly doubt it. I think it'll be two or three weeks down the road before Harper signs. And I don't think it's for that big money deal or that mega $300, $400 million deal he wants. I think it's going to be around the area of $200, $250 million for five or six years. Don't think it's going to be a 10-year deal. So let's talk Mariners baseball right now. Mariners are in full rebuild mode. So... Why do I say that? Because he, they have traded Mike Zanino to the Rays. They're in talks of trading uh, Gene Segura. They are trying to trade D Edwin Diaz and Robinson Cano. Trying to bolster them prospects. So with that being said, Mariners are in full rebuild, I believe. So, which is kind of surprising, to be honest. They were a team that we were talking about could win the AL West, and at least win a wild card spot last year at the All-Star break, and they collapsed. We were talking about them as a team to look out for, and they just fell out. So, you know, I guess they feel this is the best move for their with their uh, franchise, which, I mean, I'm not around their players. I don't know their farm as good as I probably should to be doing this. So, you know, wow. They pull off... 
You know, it's just they pulled off the uh, deal with the Yankees to get Justice Sheffield and send James Paxton over there, and that told me right there they were done with contention. They got rid of Zanino first, traded James Paxton to the Yankees. Then you're like, whoa, these guys are serious. It's time to rebuild. Then you start hearing rumors that they're to listening to talks on Edwin Diaz. They want to move Robinson Cano. They're listening to talks on Gene Segura. And you're like, this franchise, they're about to go tanking. Their time, it's time to rebuild. And okay, well, you go rebuild. Do that. While you're at it, please send Edwin Diaz to the Braves. We'll gladly take him, but we're not going to take on that stupid Robinson Cano deal that you're wanting everybody to take on with it. So if any of you are wondering what I mean by that, um, been watching MLB Network a bunch, and they're talking about how the a or the Mariners want to package Robinson Cano and Edwin Diaz in a deal together and take on a bunch of prospects. Well, brother, nobody is trading for Robinson Cano's nasty contract and his steroid using self. They might trade for him, but they're not going to give you the package you want and sure as heck are not going to want to take on him and Diaz. Now, Diaz is a prized possession because he's under club control until after 2023. So, yes, that is great. Someone's going to pull the trigger on him if they really want to trade him, and I hope it's the Braves because the dude can pitch and would look awesome coming out of that Braves bullpen in the ninth inning. So, Mariners, full rebuild. I think it's happening, which, go ahead. That's that's fine if that's what they want to do. That just leaves the AL West a one-horse race between the Astros and themselves with, you know, that one guy holding on by the rope being drugged by the horse at the end. That's the Oakland A's next year. But I believe the Oakland A's will be back in the playoffs next year. There's your hot take for the week. Watch out. Now my final topic, Mad Bum and the Giants. The Giants have been have said that they are listening to offers on Madison Bumgarner. They're open to moving him. And there's some interest from the Brewers and the Phillies. Matt Lowell predicted that he would be traded with to the Brewers earlier this year. And it said that the Braves also had discussions regarding Bumgarner, but no active talks or optimism. So, no. First of all, no Braves. Do not go get Madison Bumgarner. Please do not. And I repeat, do not get Madison Bumgarner. He is past his prime. He is not the pitcher he once was. He is doing nothing but going downhill. Again, if you didn't hear it clearly enough, do not go get Madison Bumgarner if you are the Atlanta Braves. There, I said it. Got that off my chest. Not the pitcher he once was, and I think the Giants are going to want too much for him, and that's just that's ridiculous. They're not going to get that much for him um, because he's obviously, everybody can see he's not the pitcher he used to be. He was hurt last year early, came back through 129 innings and had a 3.99 FIP, had a 7.5 strikeouts per nine, which were his lowest since 2010. And his average of 2.98 walks per nine was a career worst. A career worst. He is going downhill. He is not the same mad bum. So, with that being said, 
yes, I do think he will get traded. And yes, I think the Brewers are a huge possibility. I do think it's the Brewers or the Phillies. Now, by saying that, that depends on if the Phillies sign Patrick Corbin. If the Phillies sign Patrick Corbin, bum, Mad Bum goes to the Giant or the uh, Brewers, no doubt in my mind. So they're asking a bunch. They're wanting some prospects because they're going to start that rebuild here soon too. Because as of right now, they've got a lot of bad contracts on that team from say guys like Brandon Belt, uh, Hunter Pence, and Evan Longoria. Andrew McCutcheon, which is not a terrible deal, actually. Um, even Mad Bum's contract's really not friendly. So, yes, he will be traded. No, I don't think they'll get what they want for him. It's going to come down to the wire, and they're going to be like, oh, God, we got to move this guy. We're not going to get anything for him. If we don't move him now, they'll take less than what uh, they originally wanted. He'll go to the Brewers. He'll pitch in Milwaukee, and we'll be talking about this come, out, uh, come uh, the All-Star break when he's having a subpar year. So with that being said, that's all I have for you tonight. Yes, kind of a quick episode. Yes, it's just me, I know. Sorry about that. We'll have Matt and Will on hopefully next week to talk our Hall of Fame ballots, the 2008 Phillies, and hopefully we'll have some more free agency news. In the meantime, go follow me on Twitter at JustinRayley underscore 15. Go follow The Closer on Twitter at CloserPodcast. Be sure to like this podcast, share it, Give it a retweet. Give it a comment. Give it a review on Apple Podcast. Wherever you're listening to podcasts, please share this podcast and review it. It means the world to me. Helps me get bigger. Helps me motivated to do more of this stuff. I love doing this kind of thing. So please share it. Tell your friends about it. And be on the lookout for the Closer Gear, hopefully coming soon. So I'm your host, Justin Rayleigh. Thanks again for listening to The Closer. We'll catch you guys next week.